Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where we get into people's heads and find out how their choices in life has affected them. My name is Leslie Fear. I'm your host. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Because I Want to Know. Tonight, my guests are from the podcast, Creep It Real, with Ashley and Bianca. Welcome to the show, girls. Thank you. Thanks so much. I am so excited, let me tell you. The reason being (laughs) is because I really love your podcast, and let me tell you why. Yes, everybody knows I love true crime, paranormal, but you guys also really hit on cults, and and you talk about listener stories. You have people write into your show, and I Uh love you guys. You guys are smart as hell. Oh, thank you. I mean, I was listening to your vocabulary going, I need to like beef it up here. And I'm a writer. (laughs) Oh, no way. I'm not even kidding. So let me, so let me ask, how did you two meet? Well, we actually met because I was previously doing the podcast with a friend, a different friend. And Bianca was a fan and reached out to me and we just hit it off so quickly I just loved her so quickly and something, you know, we had, I had some issues with my previous mm-hmm. uh, friend that I did the, the show with. It's a lot of work, you know, it's not something that you can really take on as like a half-hearted effort. And so when that happened, I was like, I think Bianca would be the person. She like came into my life at the specific time. And whenever that happened, it was like, this is the perfect this is like the perfect person that can do this with me. And I and also I just knew her work ethic was crazy. So I, I knew that about her, that she would, you know, she would bust her buns to to work hard. And, and that's what it takes. It's really hard to do it no, and not be the, making yeah. money. <laughs> this is some serious work here. I'm telling you, I'm new, very new to the podcast world, as you know. Um, and <laughs> let me tell you, no, it ain't it ain't uh, for chumps. Let me tell you. But I tell you, Ashley, um, so you started a podcast before this, and I had no idea about that. So this is news to me. And I thought, okay. I knew- no, 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 Leslie, it was the sh- it was our show it was Creep It Real. I was a fan. This was Creep It Real was my favorite podcast. Oh, yes. and it just so happened that she she had issues with her former co-host. See, and that is, I, I feel terrible and ignorant at the Don't same worry, time. Don't worry, not at all. So, no, no, no. no. Okay. It, was, it was a while back. You know, we've been doing the show now together for about a year and, mm-hmm. and a, a month or something. But before that, I had done it for about a year before she came on. I understand. Okay, I now get what you're saying. It's so... Okay. Wait a minute, but Ashley, you just moved, or I don't know if you just moved, but you moved from Texas because that's where I am. Tell me that yes. story. <laughs> I, I didn't even know you've lived there. Oh, I've lived there my whole life. I grew up in the Dallas area in Arlington, actually, mm-hmm. and um, I I moved around a bit. I went from Fort Worth to Dallas, then I moved to College Station for a while, and then I was living in Austin before I moved to Minnesota in December. Now, let me ask you this, and and no offense, Bianca and your boyfriend Cody, but um, and, and hey, let me tell you something real quick. I prefer cold weather, believe it or not, to the beach. Okay. I am not kidding. I am not just saying that. I'm hot natured. There's something wrong with me. But and I and I think Minnesota would be a beautiful place to live. But Ashley, I'm very curious why you moved there. Well, you know, I just kind of had a time in my life where I felt like I had 
open. It was like I was open to any opportunities and Bianca lives here and the podcast has been something that I have increasingly realized I want to be my main focus. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to try to do everything I can to make that be a viable option for me. So, so I thought, why not move with Bianca and kind of be able to work together and, and see how that helps the podcast grow. Oh, I see. So Bianca has been your friend for probably years then, correct? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. See, I see the connection now. Call me, call me a dumb blonde, but <laughs> no, you're sure not about dumb. that one. Okay. So let's, <laughs> but, but let's talk about your podcast because I love this podcast and I love that you guys, of course, like I said, talk about true crime, the paranormal normal you even talk about cults and you talk about listener stories but you guys deep dive like, that's true you <laughs> go deep and and then yes. what I love also is that you guys give me your thoughts afterward whether whether you think it's right or wrong or people think it's right or wrong I love yes. that because that's why I do this show I want to I want to get in your heads mm. I want to know what you think about it so tell exactly. me what got you in either of you or or maybe you turned Bianca onto this but tell me why you mm. got so into the true crime and and the paranormal and all those things I mean I think for me Ashley mm. I was obsessed with this stuff since I was little and I mean I remember I the librarian would save books for me that she thought I would like that were always about ghosts or crime uh, mysteries that were unsolved I loved unsolved mysteries and then once I started listening to podcasts I was all and it's gonna sound tremendously full of myself but I was always like I could do this better than this <laughs> and I know more of the details than this and it would drive me crazy and I was like I'm gonna start my own because at least then I can dedicate my time to doing this for a reason because I did it anyway and so I was like well I might as well look this stuff up for actually compiling this information to share with other people because I'm always so outraged by things all the time I'm just like ah you know just I need to tell somebody that this is going on what? and it was like I'm gonna start a podcast well and that's the thing because you're the best kind of person to start a podcast think about it because you're so engrossed and you're so you know into doing it mm -hmm. the way you would like to hear how a podcast is done and the way you would like to hear how a story is told as opposed to yes. maybe not the best situation that you obviously were hearing. It's kind of like when I, when I write my books, I mean, I was a, avid reader. I, I wrote short stories in high school and college and gave it to my friends, but you know, it did, never really took it seriously. Mm -hmm. But then I started reading books that I was like, man, I, I think I can do as well. People were like, why aren't you writing books? Blah, blah, blah. And it's not about me. I'm just giving you a scenario because I understand well, what you mean. Because what I did yeah. was I was, I wrote what I wanted to read. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's exactly that's what you're telling me. Right. You wanted mm -hmm. to make a podcast that was exactly the way you wanted it to to be as opposed to yes exactly so hey kudos to you for that that's amazing well you too <laughs> <laughs> I, I but I just love it now let me ask you something did something happen to, to either you or Bianca in your past that made you like this made you like mm -hmm. that particular you know true crime drama um true crime or you know that kind of yeah it's drama well it, <laughs> it is, is drama <laughs> um and it could be a, and it even could be a trauma in your life I don't know um yeah I spoke with, with Bianca uh, a couple days ago, and she said sometimes podcasts, you know, helped her in different ways. So I'd love to hear from both okay. of you how it affected you. And you know what? Since we've been talking to Ashley, Bianca, can you answer this first? And then we'll talk to <laughs> Ashley. Sure, sure. Um, if true crime uh, stemmed from from elsewhere is, is your question, correct? Yes. 
Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I have always been into paranormal. I've always been into UFOs, um, specifically just because my dad uh, was always into UFOs. We would go, we would go, we would travel Mm -hmm. and he would always find some sort of correlation between, uh, between where we were and some sort of UFO activity. And he and my mom on their honeymoon, they went to Egypt and there was like a whole UFO, I think, expedition that they did there. And then I know that when we went to uh, uh, Tulum in Mexico, we, a lot of the things were very UFO centric. And that's been a big part of my life as far as UFO, uh, paranormal is concerned. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As far as true crime is concerned, I was always just the weird person who was into (laughs) learning about why serial killers do certain things. And I just don't care if people think I'm weird. Yeah, it's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's a psychology situation where... You know, it's like the Fred and Rosemary West, and I've talked about this on so many other interviews, and I'm like, you guys, the fact that they even got away with all that stuff so much, but, but, but just the uh-huh. psychology of it, and all right. it just blows me away, and you, you pack on everyone yeah. else that we all talk about, and it's craziness, but Ashley, have you Definitely. always been, you know, well, go ahead. You know, my, my, uh, I had an, an aunt and I say that and then I'm like, sometimes I say it aunt and sometimes I say it aunt. So <laughs> then okay. I feel like a fake, a faker whenever I say aunt. But, well, you so know, in Texas, her- hey, let's, let's talk about, let's do our Texas <laughs> accents because you grew up here. You know, I'm, that's true. I'm, I'm in the Keller area. So you know exactly where I live. <laughs> and, yeah, I do. Yeah. And uh, let's let's do a little Texas here, but no, go ahead. You can say aunt. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So sh- her mother, when I was young, was kidnapped, and she was put in a trunk in a car. I mean, she. I, th- I mean, there was all sorts of. She was assaulted. There was a bunch of terrible things oh that gosh. happened to her, and she actually got away. And I remember that was, I mean, terrifying to think about, but it was something that kind of fascinated me at the same time because I was like, well. How did that happen? You know, how did she, Uh, how did that happen to begin with? How did she get away? Uh, then there was another time someone at my grandparents' church was kidnapped. Not kidnapped. I'm sorry. I just said that she, her house was broken into Mm. and she, they, she claimed that the guy had a gun and that he was, you know, ready to do whatever. And she started talking to him about just like who he was Mm. and his life Mm -hmm. and who she was in her life. And he ended up leaving. And not doing anything at all. And she just didn't do anything either. She didn't file any police reports or anything like that. And that was the end of it. And that was like kind of something that made me think about more of the psychology about things. And it, you know, so there was, it made it kind of more than just the black and white, like people do stuff because they're bad and that's it. You know, it was like, well, people are doing these things because of some reason and they can actually be persuaded maybe not to do it if you just, maybe treat him like a human being or something. I mean, I know I'm yeah. not saying that's everybody, but it's that really, is a possibility. Absolutely. It's the psychology of it, of, of, you know, just getting that connection with yeah. whomever it is, your captor, your... For sure. Whoever it is. And just talking to them, sometimes just words alone mm-hmm. will do right. magical things and you don't even realize it until you're in a situation. God hope we never... Oh, I that. know. But, Gosh, but I know. yeah, I mean, but, but you feel for the victims because how horrific... 
but um, that's. But it's. I mean, it's. It's not everyone, obviously, that gets away. So that's another thing. It's like not mm-hmm. everybody can mm-hmm. can talk to somebody like a human, and then that person is like, oh, something clicks in them right. that says, oh, never mind. What am I? What am I thinking? It's you know, uh, some people are just have something that just doesn't allow them to be human in that regard. I don't think. Right. But. So that, so there was those two. And then the other one was that when I was in sixth grade, Amber Hagerman mm. got abducted. And, uh, that was a huge, and in my, uh, the city where I was living. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge deal because we went from going around town all over the mm. place and to, to not, you know, everybody was completely paranoid because no one ever, she still, no one ever know, knew what happened to her. She was kidnapped and murdered, um, assaulted, uh, raped, mm-hmm. and she never, no one ever was caught for the crime. So, right. and it's the whole it, reason it, we have the terrible. Amber, it's the whole reason we have the Amber Alert. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Her mother did very well with that. And no, I remember it very well. And you're probably much younger than me, but I was probably in my early 20s when that happened. And I'm telling you, it was traumatic. And it, for sure. I th- I think it was one of those things where it was the first time, you know, now you hear about it all the time, you know, you get your Amber Alerts, but that wasn't going on then. No. So it was they almost were like, a bigger issue then, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Her parents were like told to wait for some time, even though somebody saw her get abducted. You know, it was like, it was back when they were like, just wait a little while, maybe she'll turn up. And it's like, <laughs> that's that's irrational, you know, and that's yeah. absolutely criminal to do. Oh. Sometimes people still say that, Police tell them that, and I'm, and I just want everyone to know that that's not exactly. true and at it, all. And it just drives me crazy when I hear um, these crime reports. When even when you guys do, you know, your episodes, and you talk about the people go to the police, and they're like, "Oh, give it seventy two hours or forty eight mm-hmm, hours." Yeah. I know they're, and they're like, "No, this has nothing to do with the timing. No. My child would never do that. Please go right. immediately." But let me tell you something. I got to talk to you about your watcher episode. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, and and I, I think from what you guys told me and from what I understand, these people really never wanted this to get to get out there. Is that no, no, I don't think so. I think it was something that not even the community was very, you know, hoity and they, God forbid, God forbid their name be sullied by some sort of report like this. Exactly. Yeah, And it really lost them money for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and if you guys don't know what the watcher is, it's a man or a woman. We don't really know who uh, wrote letters to this couple who moved into this new house. And I can't remember. Was it new? Where was it? New Hampshire? Six, five, five seven, seven, New Jersey. In new Jersey. Oh, I'm sorry. It was New Jersey. I was, I was right on the new part. New so, something. Yeah. I was yeah. Close. <laughs> They're all the same. Yeah. really. And, and it was just a gorgeous house. I mean, it was beautiful. Oh, yes. And so they bought it for like 1.5 million. I mean, this is how nice this place is. And they got this mm-hmm. letter from this watcher who was kind of giving them details about their family and their children. And it was making them a little like, what the heck, dude? So, yes, yeah, I can only imagine. And but you guys, I've heard this before and I even heard it on the news. You guys did a deep dive. <laughs> oh, thank oh, you. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and I loved it because I, I didn't know. A lot of the things you guys talked about. And then I love that you guys talk about how it affected you in a way of this is what I think. And I'm not sure about that. And I kind of think differently now. And so tell me how you guys, did you guys discuss it when you were finished? Did you guys, did it stay with you? You know, 
No, I don't think it did, to be honest with you, because, and this is going to sound probably kind of crappy, but I, I feel like we've been covering a lot of really heavy stuff oh, lately, yeah. like, and stuff that really emotionally can take a toll, and that one was almost a lighthearted movie. That was definitely, I, I think I even said it in our most recent one, that that one was mo- the one of the more lighthearted cases that we've covered, I know. which yeah. sounds so macabre, like, I sound so m- She's morbid a real when I say spooky that. girl. No, you know what, you're yeah. like me, I'm like so desensitized, I'm like, toy box killer, whatever. So <laughs> I know, I know, but it's, I'm sorry, but it's definitely, uh, it, it's funny because I said, she, when she said that, oh, it was so lighthearted and fun, I was like, you know, there's been a bunch of people <laughs> who have told us how creeped out that, that what, they were when they were listening to that and they had to turn it off because they were by themselves at night. And here we're like, la di da, we're just, we're just skipping through the tulips here <laughs> with this episode about a stalker writing letters about the people's children, children. and whatever else. It was awful. It really was awful, but at the same time, it makes me, I don't know, my whole idea about it, I really am just not sure what even happened and if it should have even been taken seriously to begin with. I just right. don't know. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to, it's hard to tell. But yeah, we're, I guess we are a couple of little spooky girls because <laughs> we're just like. <laughs> when you talk about so much true crime, it has to desensitize you a tiny bit. I mean, it, it, for sure. Oh, 100%. It I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, I mean, no, I just, I cry a lot. I don't, I'll be <laughs> honest. Like, I do, I do cry, like, randomly. We did a lot of stuff recently about Jim Crow laws oh, yeah. and the, uh, just post-slavery situation. Mm-hmm. And that, I, just making posts for Instagram, I was just like, <laughs> just sitting there. I just can't, you know. So I do get it out. And it, I don't, I, I definitely have tried, or I've learned to not try to hold my emotions in, which is what I would typically like to do. But right. I have to let it out by myself. No, yeah, that's not it, me. Then that's definitely that not makes me. Sense. Sorry. Trust me. It makes <laughs> sense because, you know, after a while, after so, so much, you know, true crime, Eileen Warnos, if nothing else. I mean, that was a mm-hmm. two-parter. I know you guys did a two-parter on her. And she was, <laughs> I, I'm kind of on the fence with her. I think she was absolutely, completely insane. Oh, completely. But oh, yes. I also think she was so abused as a child that she just didn't know yes. any better that and that oh, sounds like a cop-out too and it sounds like a cop-out yeah. and maybe an excuse too because yeah, she, it's, it she cold-bloodedly murdered men yeah it's one of those questions about nature versus nurture mm-hmm. you know would she have done this if had she not been so abused and had she not been pro- essentially uh prostituting herself out and all of Absolutely. that so yeah. it, it's very I mean, it's, she it's, made the decision it, it treads a fine line she made the decision yeah and then at the, some point you have to take her responsibility exactly for your own and then the case progress the forward. casey anthony how the hell oh. she got off <laughs> uh, well, you know and well, i know you did a, a two-parter on her too i think yeah we did i think that one was a technicality i yeah i think don't that was even understand. technically there's not enough information regarding this and um, sorry yeah i mean it's it, it's a hard one because that one honestly whenever i read into it more i was like well crap if i really want to be for the justice system mm-hmm. i have to say that they didn't and I, I know everyone is going to be like who is this idiot on your show leslie but no, i they I, didn't in court <laughs> they 
didn't prove she murdered her child. Now, in my opinion, now they they definitely proved that she negligently allowed her to die, but uh, I don't think they proved that they that she murdered her, and so that was a hard one to swallow for me well, and, because and, I went and into Ashley, it. This ugh. is the whole reason I do this podcast. I, I don't. I, I love that you have a podcast, and I love we can talk about it. But I want to know mm-hmm. what you guys how it affects you and what you think, regardless if it's correct, if it's right, if it's whatever it is. I want to know how it affects you and I want to know how it affects Bianca. Just like, you know, even the paranormal stuff you guys get into, like the black eyed kids. I know you've talked about that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and I don't even know if I believe that crap. I know, I know, that, <laughs> I know that sounds so bad for me to say that because no, I, write paranormal, no, not at all. I write paranormal romance books and I can't even, <laughs> I can't even wrap my, my, my brain around that. So, well, Leslie, at this point, romance is almost as supernatural as <laughs> oh, well. the paranormal. You, the you paranormal. Yeah, you got a point. So, you know, wh- what do you do? But, I, but you know, the thing is the fact that you guys deep dive on so many different and, and I'm only interviewing podcasts that honestly, I truly listen to. I don't just pick you guys randomly because I want you on my show. I do it because I respect the work you do. I can tell you put a lot of effort into it. And I can tell you, like I said, you guys really go into it. And well, thank you. And I thank love you. that you, and I love your banter and your talk. Maybe not everybody loves it. I love it. I love that you <laughs> no, guys. Definitely, no, not definitely. Everyone. We can <laughs> definitely attest that nobody loves, not everybody loves it. <laughs> but you're going to have those people that are, that are sure. diehards, whatever, and they just want the facts. Well, then listen to case files because they don't talk about it. No banter there. <laughs> you know, you're just yeah. like told a story and have a nice day. <laughs> bye bye. See you next week. Yeah, but it's a it, balance you have to find between I, that. I, and- I think the one that uh, gets me, the one that's really stuck with me more than anything that you guys did was that Elisa Lamb. Oh, I still don't understand what happened. I still don't understand yeah. if it was possibly paranormal. Don't know that ele- I, yeah, the I elevator weird crap thing going on. I know, yeah, and the they fact that they found her body in that tank. You know, like I said, I listened to your podcast. I know what you talk about. So. Yes. Well, I was just going to say, Elisa Lamb, that one is a case that people talk about every day. And I've ever looked into anything paranormal online. Anytime I'm just trying to look up anything topical, what might the new paranormal topic be that people are discussing? It's always Elisa Lamb, Elisa Lamb, Elisa Lamb. Really? So you're not alone. You're not alone in thinking that is a really there's just, fascinating but case. There's no, there's, there's no closure there. No, there really isn't. And that's a problem <laughs> with a lot of cases that we talk about, actually, is that there isn't closure for anybody and it's hard you know think about the families especially well yeah and she just was staying at this hotel that was an historic hotel I think it was in Hollywood yeah it was a Cecil Hotel in uh, Hollywood it was uh, on Skid Row in -hmm. downtown LA so it was in not the best area no. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to trying to keep it Not nice. At all. But but yeah, and then and then there, but then we've got like skin Skinwalker Ranch, you know, and Oh yes. It's just and I don't even it runs the gamut and I'm telling you guys, all my listeners, listen to me. And I tell you probably this on every episode uh, mm-hmm. that I that I talk about with all these people that I love because I really love these girls. These are so <laughs> good. They're so good. If you guys seriously want a good deep dive and a whole different way of looking at it, because they really do give you their opinions, right or wrong. 
It doesn't matter because you know what? Everybody's entitled to it, but they really do. do They really do do their homework. Are they always, you know, thinking like you're thinking? No, that's, that's the way it is. That's the way the world goes Mm -hmm. around. But I'm telling you, they're so good. Creep it real. I'm telling you guys, check them out. They're fantastic. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. And I'm not even, oh, um, I got to talk about Bohemian Grove. Oh Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We've been trying to figure out how to do reincorporate a, that yeah. one. <laughs> do another one. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many people know about that, but yeah. that's one of those where I'm blown away at what these men get away with. Uh, and they tell still me get away with. It. And yes. I don't want to get, you know, I'm big on not giving too much away. Even on my my book synopsis, I don't give a whole lot away because I want the, the reader to go in blind a little bit. Because I, because I think it's, it's like when you open up Netflix and you're like, okay, my God, I don't want to know every little thing about this movie. Just, right. just stop. <laughs> right, exactly. Just, just, and you can't pause them. You can't pause mm-hmm. the previews on Netflix. You can't do. Oh it. no, you can't. You just got to put it on you and it. not look at the TV because there's That's so right. many times that I want to go in blind and I really don't want to know. Um, but I do right. want to know about you guys, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I know you did one episode on it, and um, and it's been a while since I listened. I can't remember if you guys actually came to a conclusion or if you guys care to elaborate a little bit more on that. Well, I don't know if we did come to a conclusion about it other than that it's definitely it's I think my conclusion was no matter what you think goes on at Bohemian Grove at least in the mm. past 50 years something has happened there where political figures mm. are have been able to mm-hmm. go and talk to each other about whatever they want and coordinate plans mm-hmm. for things make deals about things and it's been completely off the books off the record we have no idea but i mean if and i'm not gonna get political here no but if the the entire bush cabinet (laughs) was 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 there from the eight in the 80s talking at these lakeside talks about whatever it was that they were talking about and then they ended up all being this with bush senior and then they ended all being up in bush's presidential cabinet and you know whatever you want to think about that you can go ahead and think about it, but well, I and, feel and like that's kind of and it's not just Republicans. Scary. It's not just Republicans. No, 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 not at all. No, Definitely not. Clinton I'm, was. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, no, so you know, we're yeah, not picking it was just, on either party at this point. We're no, you no, know, no. We're just talking about a, a good old boys club where everybody yes. can come in and take off your boots, right. take off your your Democrat or Republican, pants. you know, <laughs> pins or whatever you want to call yeah. it, and mm-hmm. let let's all make deals. Yes. yes, and and, yeah. and screw whatever is right for the American people. Let's let's do what's right, right. for us and what will help us. And for sure, Bohemian Grove is something that I could always go back to and say, and, and just continue researching. It's always something that I have constantly been fascinated with. It's a place where powerful people go, like and powerful mm-hmm. people are who are destroying our country if we want to be honest and maybe i'm okay maybe you want to not put that in i don't know i'm sorry (laughs) but they but they are they are organizing at bohemian grove and talking to each other there which is unacceptable because they are making you know political moves there even right so and 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 then here and ashley i'm here to get in your head i'm not here for anyone to you know to dish you on 
saying good or bad about Democrats or Republicans. We're just talking. Well, you know, so, okay, because I yeah. mean, I think they're both pretty equal. If anybody listens to the podcast, it's it. I have no opinion either way yeah, on, about right. either one uh, or about any differently. But the other aspect about Bohemian Grove that, which I guess you know, I don't want to give it all away, is that mm-hmm. something that's been in the news a lot lately that I think only now people are starting to accept is actually the truth is that there are really scary sex rings that are out there Mm -hmm. for that where children are being sex trafficked to high powered people and it's the case and Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it's absolutely the case and you know we also covered franklin uh the franklin cover-up in nebraska Mm. where it was a huge scandal is that a boys club it was it was boys and there were also girls, but they, they kind of ran everything through foster uh, care That's and right. foster right. homes. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It's just, it's, and, and that still goes on. Like all of this stuff completely 100% goes on. Whenever uh, we did the episodes, it was kind of like, is this true? People would ask. And I initially would ask, is this true? The more I read into it, I was like, there's no way all of these kids all over the country in an age of no internet or any way mm-hmm. to talk to each other mm-hmm. quickly were able to corroborate their stories that rapidly mm-hmm. and tell them like to in complete honesty to people multiple people there's just no way and then this is all now coming out and it's just i don't even want to know the, i mean i do i want to know the true right. the true full f- truth of it and and but this what, is what is but this the fact is the, of the matter is how heavy is it yeah yeah and this is the whole reason you guys do true crime i mean or paranormal or whatever it is you just want to know and and you want your you want to form your own opinions and my my another really big topic for me besides the Alyssa lamb and and the bohemian grove is the john bonnet ramsey case oh yeah, Ooh, I, I, yeah. it's just it's just it's, i don't get any closure Everybody's no. like, oh, her brother did it. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, no one knows. <laughs> We're staunchly Burke did it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, and both parents, I think, are both gone now. I think they both are deceased now. Oh, the, now. the father's alive oh, still. Oh, he alive? Okay, but, okay. Yeah, he yes. is. But, and the brother and the father are still alive, but mm-hmm. the mother did pass mm-hmm. away. Okay. And y- you don't get any closure. There, there's no, no uh-uh. and, and that's fine because we have a lot of unsolved mysteries, all the things. But yeah, those kinds of things where children are involved, it, especially mm-hmm. with the Franklin cover-up and all those, where children are involved and they have no voice and they can't say anything. I watched a documentary the other day on Netflix about a boy that was abused um, by his relatives his his male relatives and it went on for years and went on for decades when he was little and it's on netflix and it's amazing i i couldn't the gregory i think is that um, the one i i'd have to look it up i can't remember his name i think it was like something about little gregory i can't remember exactly but there's a couple of course it's and i'm so glad that these poor children are getting recognized not just because you know, I not necessarily want them to be famous. I'm sure they don't want to be famous, but the fact that it's helping other children. And if we can help other kids and if we can, you know, help people understand this is really going on still. This is not going away. The sex trafficking, the abusive parents, people even talk about this COVID, you know, situation where parents are in their homes with their children 24-7 now because they don't have to work. They can claim, yes. claim unemployment, which, hey, more power to mm-hmm. you. Grab it when you can because we all Absolutely. we all need it. Yeah, But there are certain situations where children are in this, and it's just so sad. And I, I wish 
it was different, but it's not. So yeah, and it, it's definitely an issue. There's a lot of issues that need some reform yes, in this country. That's yes. for sure. Ashley, Bianca, where can people find you on the social media? We are at Creep It Real Pod on Instagram mm-hmm. and on Twitter in the same handle. Um, on Facebook, I think it's the same thing. If Facebook. Creep It Real Pod. I think it's Creep It Real Podcast Hangout, I want to say it is on Facebook. That's a group, uh, like a listener group. But it mm-hmm. is a listener group. Yes. Okay. It's not, we, uh, we'll go through it and, you know, say hi to everybody. <laughs> but it's more of a listener group yeah. where y'all can talk about, you know, whatever you want. Um, oh, and then our Patreon. And then we Patreon. have a Patreon. Okay. Which is patreon.com forward slash uh, creep it real pod. Okay. We post things that we do. We post little, little chats that we have. Um, we just posted an episode, an exclusive content episode about Johnny Gosh, who, mm. um, was kidnapped in the early nineties. No, eighties. 80s. 80s. And he's been, and not he's been, but we've also been documenting our experiments with the Estes method, which is trying to communicate with something on the other side, which has gone really interestingly. Oh, for sure. And so we caught some really amazing stuff on video, not anything that necessarily like moved itself, but interactions that happened between uh, it's a, it's a whole thing with the Estes method, but there was like, there's been a couple of really interesting things that have happened that have been hard to explain. If For I, sure. Yeah. Very, okay, it's that very compelling. Me. I <laughs> love that. Okay, cool. So I may have to have you guys back because I want to know all about that. And I did not get a chance to talk to you guys about that, but I know you got to go. And, uh, so I'll let everybody know that this is the best podcast. If you guys want to deep dive and an opinion on what, they have to say about it because it may not be the same as yours but you know it's worth everybody's open-mindedness if nothing else this is not something to be taken for granted it's good to get everyone's take on things I just think and I think if we all just band together and just think about you may you may or may not always be right and we totally get that but other people's opinions really do matter so guys thank you so much for talking to me thank you for having us Leslie great talking to you and um we we would love to come back honestly oh, for sure. <laughs> I, so if you would, ever want I would love us. to have you guys back any any time <laughs> and we, we've already okay. figured out the technical difficulties so we're good there <laughs> that's, that's true <laughs> so, we know all about those <laughs> I know. so guys thanks so much thank you, thank you. bye if you like what you heard please leave me a five-star review it'll help my podcast out and more people will be able to listen also i am a novelist and write paranormal romance. All my books are available on Amazon.com, so check me out. And you can also reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you guys all for your support, and I'll talk to you next week.